This is a Glass Box Media Podcast. I'm Keegan. I'm Christina. Okay, Christina, you are planning a wedding right now. Yes. I've planned a wedding. Cassie's planned a wedding. It's stressful. Everybody and their mom and their aunt and their uncle and their cousin feels like they need to have an opinion. And they get to have an opinion. They don't. On the way that you do your wedding. They don't. They they shouldn't. Like, do what makes you happy. Like, honestly. (laughs) The way I wasn't the one. The way that I was built for this. Like when I plan my wedding, mm-hmm. the way that I was just like, bop, 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 and didn't give a fuck. I went dress shopping by myself. Mm-hmm. I called my mom. She came. She picked out her dress and she's like, I guess we're done. I'm like, kind of felt that way. But I'm like, I just did not. I mean, I wanted to have the inclusion of like my family and friends on uh, big events. Like I wanted yeah. that. I, okay. yeah. I wanted them involved, but I didn't want necessarily like all of their opinions. Like I had <laughs> a, a child free wedding for the most part, we with did the exception of, you know, the people, the kids who were in the wedding, like that's it. Like, and there was pushback on all of that stuff, yeah. but I was just like, no, this is what I want. This is what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. You know? So like yeah. all of those things I, I really like stuck to my guns on, but like everybody has an opinion and they feel free to share that opinion. They feel free to guilt you about things. And um, I saw this, that a bride went viral. Let me know your opinions on this. Okay. 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 A a bride went viral for spending $1,950 on Chili's takeout for her 100 guest wedding because it was economical for her (laughs) because like, you know, it was a lot more expensive to go with like a caterer or whatever to take it out to the venue. Our yeah. first talk about doing a wedding was to just rent taco, uh, truck. taco trucks. Yeah. Here's what I think. It just depends on the vibe of the wedding. I mean, like, yeah. did you have like this big, you know, huge ordeal at the Greek Orthodox church? And then you and have then, like, yeah. And then you got like some chilies for <laughs> a, a picnic style. Like, but I don't know. I just like, feel like who fucking cares? I mean, like it's true. her wedding. Like that's the thing. Cause I, I feel like I was blown away by the comments because there were a lot like of you negative owe people comments that right. like, this is so rude to your guests and stuff like that. And I'm like, why are you going to a wedding? Because I feel yeah. like there's a lot of conversations mm. around weddings that center the guests. And listen, you want your guests to have a good experience. For me, it was all about like party for the guests. Like I wanted to make sure that everybody right. was having a good time. Yeah. But at the end of the day, that's not why you go to a wedding. Definitely like, you not. don't go to a wedding for that. Like you, there's this discourse as well around like people who are sober, who refuse to have alcohol at their weddings or like people who are vegan, who refuse to have meet at their weddings that's and it's their like, fucking wedding it's their wedding you and they're like well they should consider us and what we want and it's why? like why are you paying why are you that's paying? exactly the right i'm like you? her she's feeding you right like it's chilies maybe like whatever yeah. like she's she's feeding you she's doing what works best for her because weddings are fucking expensive yeah. Yeah. and if you're not going there to just celebrate the bride and groom and like be with them to celebrate this occasion like don't so go. fucking stay home yeah yeah just if you're to, gonna care that yeah. much about you know i just that was my opinion on it and i just feel like so many people center themselves in yeah, other yeah. people's no, events no it's like, always the people with the biggest opinions that put a 20 
in a card. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it really truly, is. Truly. It really is. You and just paid. So basically you paid $20 <laughs> for like just an evening for your own entertainment. That's what you, this is what you're looking at it, right? Like it's just, it's garbage. Oh, and yeah, you should, you should be able to make your wedding whatever you want. I mean, I been to all kinds, all kinds of weddings. And I've, of course I've had opinions about them or whatever. I would never share them with, with people, but yeah. Well, and at the end of the day, and here's the thing, it feels really like, and I hear what you're saying, Kaz, where it's like, well, if you have a big elaborate wedding and then sure. you have like a chili, it doesn't matter. Maybe it doesn't it, match, it doesn't match but, but I don't not, care that much about yeah. it, but it ends up feeling extremely elitist and like mm, very classist when people have these really strong opinions about like, backyard weddings or potluck weddings or oh, whatever Jesus. fucking fuck off like who it, who cares who i love a cares? potluck wedding listen i love a potluck in general no we know shit man we Bring haven't had one deviled of eggs Mm-mm. get some mm. meatballs yum yum all kinds of good stuff look whatever you want <laughs> keep it as stress-free and yeah. laid back as you want it to be yeah you know and mm-hmm. i just yeah. feel like brides get so much judgment yep no matter what you choose to do. Again, this is why I was like, I am the one who was built for this because I was like, I don't give a fuck. We're having no alcohol. We're having a champagne toast. That was it. Like we're not paying for alcohol. We have like literally both our families that have like full chock full of alcoholics. Like if you like, we don't want shit to get your own shit. Yeah. And there was a bar, an open, not open bar, but a bar literally down because we had it in a venue that had a bar that was close by. If you really, really had to go get need, alcohol. Need that drink. And we had it in the afternoon. That was our thing, too. So it was like we had a mimosa toast type situation, champagne right. toast. Yeah. That was it. It's like a brunch time. Yeah, it was yeah. a brunch time affair, you know. And we had a no kids policy, too. But we also set up a backup plan just in case. So we hired somebody to we had a room set aside and it, so it was like had mm-hmm. hotel rooms in it so we had a room set aside that we hired someone a baby so, cage a baby exactly <laughs> we had a babysitter movies bought pizza for them whatever like it was put the kids in the cage yeah yeah because we just you know yeah but, I, you get to do what yeah you get to have whatever kind of wedding that you want because i did see that on tiktok where somebody was saying that they had a oh this was so fucked up. It was a, am I the asshole? Uh-huh. And it was the bride's mom writing in because already. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm, right. Already. already yes. yes. I don't need to hear it. The yep. answer yes, is yes. 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 But listen to what she did. So like she was basically saying that her daughter and her son-in-law to be were having a vegan alcohol free wedding. They didn't drink and they were both vegans. Like, and that was a principle for them. Like That's, they were like, yeah, this is, you know, that's their lifestyle. It's their lifestyle. Yeah. And it's more and than their wedding. <laughs> right. And they're paying for it. And for a lot of people, like veganism is like it's a, an ethical thing for, for them, sure. Right. Yeah. So they're yeah. not going to break their <laughs> ethics for you to enjoy a hamburger at their wedding or whatever. Right. Um, not that they're serving hamburgers at weddings. But anyway, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. The point. So the mom was like, am I, my daughter is mad at me because like all, she's like all these family members were coming to me and complaining and they refused to bend on the alcohol and like meet rule. So I back up your fucking daughter. So I planned a separate reception (gasps) for those family members not even like after the like after their reception during like at the same time like after the ceremony oh, no. half of her family would go to a different location where they could have like 
booze in me. If that that's more important. You've Isn't just you've just up. And she's like, now my daughter's not, my daughter uninvited me yeah, to the yeah. wedding. And I'm like, yeah, I fucking she wasn't going to be there anyway. Apparently, imagine imagine your mother being like. Yeah, Imagine I don't need to go. Being so pressed uh-huh. about yeah. booze and meat. Right, you can't Which make I it can, one afternoon. I consume both of those things, and yeah. I can make it ah uh, afternoon right like yeah. you you're sh- that fucking pressed about that right can you it's imagine so weird and if they at the, uh, the it was on the other hand right and they were asked to go to a wedding where there was meat served and alcohol served do you think they'd throw a fit do you know how often sober people have to go to events yeah. with with booze and oh or God, how often yeah. people who have dietary restrictions mm-hmm. have to go? you yeah. make like you make you you pack things for yourself i don't eat meat so if i know i'm going somewhere i research it beforehand to be like what can i eat if it looks like there's not a lot that i can eat i eat before i go like you know like i understand that like that is something that happens and i don't expect other people necessarily to cater to that like you know so i couldn't believe that and i couldn't believe the number of people in the comments who were like well why can't they just accommodate their guests like, like I don't understand why like just because they don't partake in those things doesn't mean that everybody else should go without and it's like yes it does yeah, it does. yeah it's <laughs> like it not actually does their event and if you have a problem like swing by McDonald's on the way and get a flask in your car but I I propose that if you can't go one evening without mm-hmm. like any booze that maybe you might want to look into that yeah. like if, yeah. you, if you have yeah. to like Examine. take off to your car to take shots like because you can't make it like and i understand that there's socially uncomfortable events weddings are they can be receptions but like come on really fucking get it together yeah. <laughs> get it's, it together man <laughs> it's no it's a no. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're the asshole, wedding, for sure. Wedding planning as I've tried to make it as chill as possible, but even still, man, that yeah. stuff fucking snowballs, man. It yes, just, it really does. It does. Even if you try to keep it like relaxed, chill. You, no, and, I, you and I both are like, we tried real, like trying real hard to be like chill bride, chill bride. I want to yeah. be chill bride. You know what I mean? But yeah. it's like, you're, I want to be cheap bride. <laughs> Amen. Too. Amen. I want to be cheap bride. Now just looked at our budget sheet and I was like, how did this happen? Yeah. Dude, how did this that yeah. fucking happen? Wait yeah. until you get close to the wedding and you just stop keeping track. Yeah, because like yeah. there, there, there came a point where I was just like, oh, well, fuck it. I'm like, this. what's what's another hundred dollars? <laughs> like whatever. Like you know, oh, God. Just, it gets it stacks up to the point where you're just like, is money even real? You're like, like shit, <laughs> I forgot we need a cake. <laughs> like whatever. Like who cares? It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh oh man, this the whole thing too. It's just like. E- examining the idea of a like a, a wedding <laughs> mm. is, is weird enough when you think yeah. about it like a contract do that other you countries sign with wouldn't, the government do it again i'll tell you, <laughs> I'll tell you that much. like it definitely wouldn't throw a big thing ever again uh, i like, know yeah i try i tried because this is number two for me but, but i got one. a number one you, yeah for- you got a rookie over here <laughs> got a first timer yeah first timer so you know yeah kind of kind of had to go go big or go home so yeah. mm. oh what else is going on i i mean we were talking beforehand the only thing that i've had on my mind this week i've had the <laughs> red string out i have been scandal 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 girl i when i tell you i feel like tiktok is has given me all of the information on that because i yeah. have still not watched vanderpump rules i got overwhelmed because I went to yeah. go watch the reunion and I got so overwhelmed that I was like, I don't think I can watch this because I've not seen this show. Yeah. Um, 
You're like, I'm lost. And also just like the entire situation gives me so much anxiety. (laughs) See, I haven't watched it for the past like three or four years. So I watched it pretty. I mean, like I, I went through the la la. I went all through, you know, like I saw a lot of Vanderpump Rules. Yeah. But then COVID hit and I was just like, I can't watch anything reality. Like I literally just jumped hard off any reality. That's when Uh I jumped in. Oh, yeah. See, I couldn't because I was like, I fucking can't watch people enjoying outside life (laughs) when I'm stuck inside. They're just like, I can't. fucking dare they? Honestly, (laughs) I couldn't. Like, it was like, I was angry. It made me angry to watch. So I was just like, I got to step away from this. But so I know enough of the characters that I do feel like I could probably watch the reunion Mm -hmm. and like at least feel like I'm going what's going on. Yeah, I've definitely seen enough TikToks for whatever reason after never having seen a a single Vanderpump Rules episode Mm -hmm. ever, all of a sudden last week my timeline is inundated with this whole saga and i was like well i mean I they know. know i love mess, mess so i and it is the messiest oh i literally i like got a monocle out and just like dug deep in like it also putting deals it all with together. the most like vapid and stupid people i've Ugh. ever fucking seen in my life like ever. like tom sandoval and raquel are so dumb i'm gonna go on record tom okay and i've not seen that show but like i've seen enough clips to be like these people are just the work like they just that's what the issue like all of it's bad but it's also that it's these people like you know yeah. what i mean like these these people's tom sandoval is a grown fucking adult like raquel looks like a baby but tom sandoval's old as fuck yeah he is like 40s in his yeah. 40s lead singer of a fucking cover <laughs> oh band, my with that fucking band? disgusting band. mustache awful oh my god cassie showed us a clip looks he looks like an old timey magician. His face looks like plastic been melted so tight? on it. It's he's so He's definitely tight. had shit done. Like he's had work done. And I'm like, you're he's at that place where you're like, you're too young to have had the work you've had done. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the fucking Everyone on that show's had work done though. I okay, saw in that trailer I where I was like, everybody on that show. But he has had work done. His face, his looks face very tight. is so tweet. Yeah. It literally looks like somebody had a heat gun and plastic to his face. <laughs> his hair. Can we talk about how he has like literally been shoe polish black dyeing his hair for way too long? He looks of garbage. Aging. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. does. He does look like he's scared to grow up like Peter yeah. Pan yeah. kind Serious of situation. Dude, the, the clip you showed us, Cassie, oh. of him singing. And it was not like this isn't something that he would have posted or no. anything like that. Like it is so someone in the audience taking a, a video. A girl I know went to his show in Chicago Ooh. and she posted like a Ooh. clip of him singing Stacy's mom. Oh. And when I tell you, it is like he, first of all, he has an iPad on a, tr- on like a stand, which dead ass looks We've like all he's performed karaoke- in yeah. this room. Like that all is absolutely us. fucking like amateur, amateur hour. hour. Yes. Be off book, Stop. man. Be off Be book. Off dude. book. <laughs> Honey. For a song you've sung on the radio 8,000 fucking times. Like you don't know those. I know those words by heart. Are and you, you just keeps looking at it too, obviously. Cause he's, it's like guiding him through. Oh right. God. He's and got the bouncing ball. From, like, bro- I hope so. <laughs> karaoke. The, the thing that really though presses me is how fucking off key he is. Oh. Like, sir, you it was like barely gl- glorified. Baby, I've, I've been to better karaoke. Baby cannot sing, and he also like his cadence is wrong. No, nope. which again, I'm like, you've sang this in the radio, like uh, like 
in the car like yeah. how do you not know so that you can't hit those notes how, and how it goes like how the rhythm of the song goes for people that don't know why we're throwing this whole ass man under a bus well, uh. um if you if you haven't heard in a brief synopsis tom sandoval was partnered up with uh ariana for nine ish almost 10 years have a house together whole ass like fucking life, whole life together. together right and uh she's in the front row cheering on his shit ass cover band oh. and her friend sends an explicit video to her man's phone and that's how she finds out about him having a seven month long affair with her friend while she's like dealing with her grandmother's death while dealing with the death of her dog all this stuff right under her nose under her roof yeah. While she's, While she's sleeping. Home. Fuck you. At home. It's the It's really disgusting. Worst. It's, it's disgusting. It's disgusting. And it's, it's that guy. That's the thing that pisses you off. Because Ariana is so cute. Like could have. Do that could red do dress so for the reunion. Better. Yeah, I saw that. So snatched. I saw that. That was she a revenge dress for sure. Incredible. Yeah. It was a revenge dress I for sure. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, listen good for you you never have to sit through any more of those fucking terrible karaoke it is level better on the other side oh my god girl like honey true you never have to pretend to be into it yeah. like you know like she's in the crowd like every time he misses a high note she's just like Ugh. oh <laughs> so proud of you sweetheart <laughs> you're doing amazing sweetie oh my god just the villain just absolute he, when he coward. looks like a villain he does. He looks, he looks like he should be twirling his mustache. Yeah, yeah. see? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he walks on tiptoes. Oh, God. The only thing I haven't been able to figure out yet, and maybe somebody can comment and um, share with me, because uh, it, it is something that's really bothering me in my brain. Is this bitch's name Rachel or Raquel? Raquel. Raquel. I know some people keep saying Rachel and they're spelling it Rachel, but I think it's Raquel. It's Raquel. Okay. Because it's r-a-q-u-e-l yeah yeah which is raquel yeah. but then i was like did she was her name used to be rachel and she's like amazing. no actually Maybe. it's raquel that would be amazing. fucking hilarious <laughs> what? Amazing. That would be amazing. what is happening why is it rachel and raquel because people even fucking andy cohen is said like both, both. yeah oh, so no. i'm just like what what where's where's I don't know. the oh i mismatch in that yeah sweet she's a oh honey like you look yeah. at her and you're like oh honey <laughs> like the, oh, the, the, so fucked, uh, the energy she puts dude, up dude but i'm sorry i'm listen i'm no saint either i've done some fucked up shit in my life but like your friend your friend dude oh i'm not excusing her behavior i'm just saying like, like her whole energy is very like bambi that's snake i think i think the bambi thing protects from like that's that's a vicious, yeah, vicious thing. She to pretends do. to be clueless. She's like, "What? Mm -hmm. Huh? Yeah, those yeah. people." So dangerous. I shouldn't do that. He told me it was fine. <laughs> oh God! Some Could of the clips imagine? from that show. Had I me just my brain just now was like, I, I it felt like a short circuit. It was like you're in your fucking friend's house and she's asleep in the other bedroom and you are fucking her man. Yeah, I can't. It's yeah take it in seep it in and it's in like, her car and in her fucking car okay in like, her whip listen, in her ride. no in her car oh in in a 
Ariana's coming. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, 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 no. Imagine your car. No, 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 <laughs> the detail <laughs> you can never get a clean you no. just got to turn that car uh, in I'm you got to get a new car you guys i'm sweating yeah we have to change the subject <laughs> I'm sweating. I know, I know. Get, it gets heated real fast because oh. i mean like if you are somebody that is like i feel like uh a more level-headed human being of course the first thing you think is you uh, empathy you put yourself in those shoes like what would that be like what would that feel like you know and it's she it's rips his ass up though like good, so. good for, for her, her man anger anger is a yeah. tool when she said <laughs> like, like i regret ever having loved you yeah it's like good for her oh, that's yeah. real yeah. that feels that is, real mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah 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 Ooh. oh my mm-hmm. god well should we fuck Mary kill reality stars? I feel oh, like we need to shit. okay I feel like we need to that's what oh, i was leaning god. into that's gonna that's gonna be there's so many and also we need so to many. know them because i know there's so I'm many like, shows that it makes it like a little tough oh um, man because we haven't all seen everything i know right. and it's been a long time since i watched a reality show as i told mm-hmm. you yeah yeah we well definitely can't do vanderpump rules. oh god no 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 <laughs> oh god right now because i've not we... seen that show but most of the people on that show seem yeah like, sketchy yeah like, yeah I, I don't know about all that but okay I'm I'm <laughs> I'm thinking I go all the oh. way back to my youth. I'm gonna oh, go wow. all the way back to my youth, and I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna put Flavor Flav in the mix. Oh wow! Do you remember what a time? The, Flavor of love. The early two thousand. Nielsen. The early two thousands mm. when you had like four fucking seasons of mm-hmm. women going on a show to fight for Flavor Flav. Flavor Flav was to fight prize. for a man who wore a necklace that was actually a clock. It, it, <laughs> and this man, and he had like eighteen children with like yeah, ten no different women. Nah. Like. And no. everyone on that show having mess. to pretend like they think he's hot. Oh, mess. And I watched all of it. Like, just Flava Flav making out in the hot tub with so many uh, fucking people. That show, I never watched that show. That show had some of the best TV moments. Like, it gave us New York. Hilarious. Mm, yes. It also, there was, I will never forget the season that that chick put chicken in the f- microwave. Oh, Jesus Like a raw Christ. chicken. Oh, no. <laughs> <the> microwave. <laughs> Do like, you... Amazing. Um, have you guys ever watched uh, the the boat show? The one that's below deck. Below deck. I haven't. I I haven't either. Okay. Well, never mind then. But, but I mean, picks mine out. Picks picks it. Uh, we've got. Um, I'm on an article now with like the hottest oh, reality okay. stars. Yeah. You remember Ty Pennington, the carpenter oh, fuck from yeah. Trading Spaces? Well, hold the phone. If we're doing that, then I can't do Flava Flav. That doesn't, <laughs> yeah. we can't do the hottest reality stars <laughs> and Flava Flav. That won't work. Yeah. <laughs> and then do we, and does that go into like now we're just HGTV guys or yeah that's true it's it's kind of reality i yeah. guess oh, i mean we got is. jersey shore too oh, oh my god my that's on the god. hottest list yeah no yeah i never watched Who? jersey shore they put they god. put sammy oh sammy sweetheart yeah. yeah okay yeah okay. i'm gonna do snooki oh yeah snooki okay. snooki i love that okay she seems fun to be yes. honest like she yes. really does yeah oh i'm yeah. torn i don't know um 
I mean, I'm tempted to do Brett Michaels just because of, you know, if we're go going, for it, if we're going that to go. Was also, that <gasps> show was oh so God. fucked up. I mean, not that it was any more rock of love was not any more fucked no. up than flavor of love, but the, no. the, the, the typecasting that they yeah. do on these shows. Like I remember they were just like, get any woman who's like, I had no got pro- the biggest implants you've ever seen. The blondest hair you've mm-hmm. ever seen. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. I, Hollywood like, Heather, I know her. So. <laughs> I actually really do know her. Yeah. Yeah. Brett okay. Michaels. Okay. Right. Oh right. man. Yeah. This is this is probably gonna be the hardest FMK I actually, we've ever done. I, I, I know what I'm gonna do, actually. It, okay. Listen, a decision had to be made. I'm yeah. making one very quickly. Okay. I'm gonna marry Snooky. Yep. Same, same. Okay. I'm yep. marrying Snooky. She also like she was wild but she was funny and she was in her like early 20s and she's i'm like amazing now yeah she and seems really cool she seems really cool now she's on tiktok making funny tiktoks about yep. how like she used to be in them streets i love it um she's also tiny i can just put her in my pocket yep. like i love it i am going to fuck brett michael oof <laughs> listen <laughs> Neither option is good, Christina. It's not good. It isn't. And you know he's going to keep the headband on, the bandana on. He better, actually. I'm afraid of what happens when that comes off. It's like that 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 scary story (laughs) where it takes the thing, the ribbon off her neck and her head falls off. It's, but it's his track. It's his it's hair. Just like his hair it's just, just his hair. It's, it's actually to attached to it. <laughs> yeah. To the bandana. It's, yes, it it's, it's, it's like one of those. Glued on. <laughs> <laughs> but oh listen, between the two uh, options, because I feel like you got to take sufficient protections either way, because oh, like yeah. both Oof. of those men very possibly well, have. Brett Michaels is married, has two kids. They've been married for a really long time. When did they get married? Oh, it's been a long time. After like Rock kids, of Love, yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And he's, he's, I mean, I think he was probably a partier back in the day, day, but he's like, he's got uh, diabetes. So he's like really strict about like what his intake is. Mm-hmm. Like he's got to be very, yeah. Mm. So that doesn't sound like a good time, actually. I, I don't know. He seems like a really nice guy. The more I like have known about him. Okay. I also show. want to clarify that made it sound like him taking care of himself. It's like a turnoff. Yeah, you I, were like, Ew. that's not what I mean. I Sounds just, gross. I just meant that like, <laughs> <laughs> I, just I bet meant, that wedding didn't have alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> Lame. <laughs> I just meant picking him for like a fuck is then like, oh, yeah. you're like a suburban dad. Like, yeah. Really, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's not. But I, I cannot bring myself to want to have sex with Flav of Flav. Like, no. I simply can't do it. Absolutely like, not. I just. Uh, like I do feel like I could get to a place where I could be like we can do this with Brett Michaels you know what I mean like yeah yeah and I do feel like he would be a little like I think he would be like surprisingly respectful I feel like I feel like he's the kind of guy who is a giver in the bedroom yeah surprisingly and I think that that he's the kind of guy who would like send you home with like a goodie bag yeah like a swag bag or something and thank you for coming he'd bring a towel over yeah take care of you yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. he's that kind of guy for sure so i'm i am gonna fuck brett michaels and then yeah yeah, i can't i can't even consider fucking no you not even a little bit not Not even a little bit is not hot i'm actually gonna switch it up though i'm gonna marry brett Brett michaels Michaels? yes because he does seem like a genuinely good guy now like his he's got two daughters they're beautiful him and you know like he seems like a really kind of cool guy who's got shit together who too much really, of that show i yeah. think that it, the, the, watching that show just gave me the ick and he does like but even on that show he kind of seemed like he was probably nicer 
than he even mm. wanted to be mm-hmm. like he was supposed mm-hmm. to be this bad boy and he's kind of just a nice yeah. guy yeah. <laughs> like legitimately you're like mm-hmm. oh that's kind of boring <laughs> so then the women were like <laughs> out of fucking control yeah. oh my god yeah i the only reality show person that i knew in real life was on um when i lived in miami i knew one of the girls on bad girls club oh, oh remember that, that show? show was mess fucking messy and so was she oh my god believable content oh, so right she was real and, then yeah it was real yeah great oh Good lord mercy. who she was man i didn't you know a couple of the people from the tattoo sh- uh show too Yes. Miami. Yes. Yeah, Miami. Yeah. Miami. 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 Yeah, because they worked yeah. at a tattoo shop right across the street. Yeah. So, yeah, they, uh, they were in pretty the same messy circles. Yeah. as well. Believable. Heard some tea. Mm-hmm. I bet. Oh, I bet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bet. Mm-hmm. I um, I think that, so I'm going to marry Brett, Brett Michaels. Michaels. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fuck Snooki. Yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah. It'll it's going to be so fun. Those tits? Yeah, Shit. I mean, and she does seem like she's like the party's here. Like we are having yes. fucking fun, dude, yes. in bed. How much fun would it be to just like Snooki, if you're listening, be friends with us? Yeah. Honestly, Truly. does she live in LA now or does she no, in New so York? I think she's still in New Jersey or in Jersey. I yeah, because I would love to be friends with Snooki. She just seems so great, so fun. She also seems like a good mom. Yeah, and like, yeah, totally. Know, like, yeah, yeah, I, I love it. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna marry. Oh, this one's tough. I think I've got to marry Brett Michaels as well. I need somebody like a little bit low key yeah. and relaxed, stable. Um, yeah, I think I think Snooki would be really bored with me. Oh yeah, really quickly. <laughs> yeah, she. It We'd does not seem chaos. like a homebody yeah. type. You know what I mean? So Brett does. Brett, Brett does. Seems like yes, a, Brett seems does. like a homebody. You know, I gotta know what his sign is now. Snooky. Oh, I know. We gotta check that <laughs> on our break right. for sure. But yeah, and then I'm gonna fuck Snooky because again, yeah. I I just think that would be just a hell of a night. She seems like a so good time. much fun. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Is, oh, uh, Brett Michaels is a Pisces. Oh, okay. There we Trans, go. I it like makes it. sense. He I like does, it. He does have very <laughs> chill yep. energy. He has that like I had. I used to be an addict pisces and now i am a and now i'm a meditating pisces snooki is a sagittarius oh there, we knew it makes I, so much, so sense. much <laughs> sense like so much yeah, yeah. and now i have to know just because so flavor flav. yeah predictions predictions oh yeah. god oh He's not an earth sign. There's no way. He's also a Pisces. Yep. That tracks. Him and Brett Michaels have birthdays one day apart. So March 15th, March 16th. So tracks. Ooh, we, Ooh. Well, I made the right choice for myself. Me too. I'm very proud of myself for having made that decision. Um, (laughs) So much for never another Pisces. I I eat my words. Had to do what you do. Um, We do have a new patron. So we want to give a big patron shout out, Worsty, welcome to Melissa Fink. Welcome, Melissa. Welcome, yeah. welcome. Thank you so much for joining us on Patreon. We will get your Patreon, wow, your patron reward. Rewards. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm here to support. Thank you. I'm, I'm your hype man. I'm your uh-huh. flavor. You are my flavor flavor, and I appreciate that about you. Um, but Melissa, we will get your rewards out to you as soon as possible. The way I was so scared to say that just now, I thought I was going to fuck it up again. Um, and if, in the meantime, if you have any suggestions for us for fuck Mary kills for tainted loves. Um, 
for anything, uh, Tainted Love movies, please don't hesitate to reach out. We always love hearing from our patrons. Yeah. yeah. And if you ever want to leave us a, a nice gift, uh, you can always join our Patreon group if you want to, but you can also just do something really that's free and that's leave us a nice review on our Apple Podcasts or any, I think Spotify you can mm-hmm. now do reviews. So we would love those. We, we always love hearing from you guys. So mm-hmm. we appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. Yay. Well, you guys want to take five and we'll come back with stories? Yeah. yeah. Cool. And we're back. All right, Cass. All right. I have a story for you guys that's going to <laughs> piss you off. Oh, fun. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. So get prepared to be furious. Okay. All right. All right. Met a guy off an online dating app. We hit it off and decided to go on a first date. That afternoon, he offered to pick me up at my home. I passed and said I would meet him at a rendezvous Smart. point because it was close to my home. We love a queen. Yep. I don't want him to go out of his way, et cetera, et cetera. We met at a bar while waiting for a soccer game to start, allowing fans in due to the rain. Once the soccer game opened, we made our way there, ate and had a couple of beers, even met a couple that was super nice. Home team lost the match and we decided to continue on for a nightcap. Second drink. Now, my fourth for the date, I tell him, I'm getting tired and I really need to go home. He offers to drive me. I politely decline. Yeah. Why? Stop. Yeah. It's fine. I don't want you to come to my house. Clearly, I don't want you to find my house. Thank you. I politely decline. He insisted and I decline again. Then he offers to walk me to the Uber pickup point. I thanked him and said that would be nice. Okay. Perfect. That that sounds right. Yeah. Okay. This is exactly right. Everything's going as planned. On the way, we are walking down the stairs and naturally I hold on to the rail. He grabbed my free hand and tells me to watch my step and then pulls with great force. I flew all the way against the opposite wall and landed on my ankle. He tells me to get up. Stop crying. What? Don't make a scene. I told him I was seriously injured and needed medical attention. The man picked up, picked me up and dragged me out of the building. Dude, what, like, what, what, what the, the fuck, fuck happened? What would you do if you saw, uh, like, oh, if I saw a oh, guy manhandling no. a girl like that, oh, like, yeah. immediately, uh-uh, immediately. With somebody stepping in? Because, yeah. like, that looks... Like, what do you think, like, you're having a decent night, you're yeah. walking here to an Uber stop, why, why... And she had it. She had the railing. She's, She's fine. fine. She doesn't need you to hold her hand. What the fuck are you doing? Once outside, a concerned citizen asked yeah. if I was okay, the, us, mm-hmm. <laughs> sobbing. I said, no, I need help, please. He called the police over. My local police mm. dismissed my attacker, uh, of course. used my phone to hail an Uber home, and didn't want to even help me into the car. The next day, at urgent care, the x-ray revealed that my leg had been broken. <gasps> Jesus Christ. The man messaged me. Though our date didn't end well, I felt like it was a off to a strong start. Go I think you breaking yourself. my leg negates any Anything. future involvement. In the sir. strongest possible terms. Right. Go fuck yourself. Wow. Asking if I would go out with again him oh again. I did not respond. I blocked him. Informed the app of what happened. I removed myself from dating apps for like six months last week. I began dating again finally. The guy, uh, she was 39 at the time. And the guy who basically attacked her was 52. Ugh. Disgusting. Just what the fuck dude? dude that came out of nowhere out of too. nowhere very strange. like why nowhere. you're like chilling watching a soccer game having fun couple drinks in yeah I mean, yeah no i big don't deal. understand that because it's just like uh, 
because I'm trying to be like, okay, was did he just pull harder than he intended? But if right. he did that, but then then why shut wouldn't up. he? Then, yeah, then why wouldn't he be like, oh my god, like I'm so, so sorry, so sorry. I, yeah. I didn't mean to, you know, like that's such a fucking your reaction. Weird. Don't make a scene. Ew. Yeah. No, Fuck you. The, the reddest of red flags. Honestly. Don't make Run. a scene when I've broken my leg. I've never broken Truly. a bone, but I've heard it's painful. Same. And um, yeah, I I feel a scene will be made I, if I broke a bone. I'm a baby. I'm yeah. baby. And like that kind mm-hmm. of pain. No, 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 no. I've made a scene over much less. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I am. Just being inconvenienced. <laughs> I've made scenes. Scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> okay. Met this British guy online. We talked for a while, then decided to meet. First date went extremely well, gave him a good night kiss and was feeling pretty positive about the night. We continued to talk after that. And about two weeks later, we went out again. Our second date was going to be volunteering in our community. I love that. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I love this. I love that. I love it. Of course, we had to pick the hottest day in the summer. I went over to his place to pick him up and he wasn't ready. Said he we needed to stop by Walmart to pick up some boots on the way. No problem, I thought, taking him to Walmart. Well, everyone in the city seemed to have the same idea and no boots to Ugh. be found. We went to about five other stores searching and wow. finally he says, let's just go back to my place, watch a movie and I'll make dinner. So we head back. I walk into his place and it is filthy. Okay. Uh, well, of course he wasn't expecting guests. To be fair, Cassie. I, the white couch yeah. is oh. covered in ground in dirt. The floors had obviously not been mopped for some time. I picked the spot on the couch that seemed the cleanest and awkwardly start watching the movie. He does not have air conditioning, so we are both starting to feel the heat. He then asks me if I want to go downstairs because it's cooler. I oblige. He says his tenants had moved out about a week ago. We get downstairs and there's a small TV and a couch that's not as dirty and a coffee table with a hot plate on it there's a mountain of dishes on this hot plate that he and he blamed it on his tenants oh no no we've seen your place Mm -mm. movie is pretty boring so i make an excuse to use the washroom washroom is probably the most disgusting thing you just watched yes yes you just watched queer the first episode of queer eye the latest season frat house that bathroom gave me nightmares mm -hmm. (laughs) the scream that Jonathan Van Ness scrumped whenever like he walked into that bathroom. I felt that in my soul. Yeah. It, oh, no. and, and then one eyelash. eyelash. <laughs> I was like, what? What woman is lady has been like trying to get cleaner using the, that they, fucking bathroom. They really did. Okay. Listen, I was going to save this for Ugh. the end, but we'll just talk about it now. Cause I am watching queer eye that first episode. They really did walk into that frat house and it really was like the Lost Boys. It was like boys sleeping in every fucking like nook and cranny. Yep. Like just clothes popping out of everywhere. The most disgusting litter box I've ever seen in my whole fucking life. I'm like, where is the cat? cat. I I didn't see it. I didn't see the cat cat. the whole time. Are they using the litter box? Because it's just as clean as the bathroom. Oh, and the kitchen. Like, bro, bro, bro. Dude. It's a lot. It's a lot. And this did remind me of that. It's part of why I was like, I'm going to tell this one. (laughs) So, uh, (laughs) made an excuse to use the washroom. Washroom is probably the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. Gross. Mold in the corners. Mirror so dirty that you couldn't even see. The mirror is so dirty that you can't even see. Toilet stained and just scary all around. When you walk in and there's like, the toilet is like 
brown, brown. speckled speckly. I don't want to sit yeah. on that. Yeah. The smell. I can mm-hmm. actually like smell it in my nostrils mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Like a no. dirty boy bathroom. Mm-hmm. It's it's such a unique odor. You do not invite someone to come back to your place <laughs> if it's like that. Like I'm no. sorry, you don't you don't do it. Um, oh God! I I do my thing and realize there's no toilet. Of paper. course, there's of co- not. Course not. <laughs> of course, there is. This is also the tenants, right? Like he, they're downstairs in the tenant place. Like, of course, there's no toilet paper. That would be my first look. There's a lot of shit down there, though. There's there's yeah, that's true. There's a hot plate and a couch, and so oh no. Look ahead, and there was a nook that had a wire that that had wire storage shelves in it. I look closer and it is full of dirty dishes, just piles of dirty in dishes. In the bathroom? Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. The one pot that was right in my line of vision was half full of cooked spaghetti that was still somewhat moist. It's I still to- moist. I told you guys yeah. about that roommate that I had that I bitched at forever to do the dishes oh, and I thought she the- finally did uh, them and she had hidden them under the sink. Fuck you. I, That's so fucked so up. Grossed out. <laughs> but being in a dirty bathroom, like a shit stained toilet bathroom and, and there's a pot, a pot of spaghetti, spaghetti <laughs> like cooked spaghetti. <laughs> Spaghetti's not in the bathroom. Why is it in here? Shower spaghetti. She says, says, who eats spaghetti in their dirty bathroom? Now, I know this isn't from the tenants, but now realize the fact that he is an absolute pig. I get out of there as soon as I can without it being blatantly obvious that I am horrified. But I sure didn't want to eat leftover bathroom spaghetti for lunch. No. 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 Oh, texted him the next morning saying that I didn't feel anything and it was over. By far one of the most bizarre situations Ugh. I have ever been in. And the first date went so well. <laughs> oh my Dude, God. But like, Woof. It, it worries me when people have like so little self-awareness. Like if, like, how do you not know that like, that's what you're living in to the point where like, you're like, come over to my place. And not only are you inviting her over, like you said, I'll cook you dinner. Mm-mm. Like, no. how do you not have the self-awareness to be like, you know, no, like yeah, if I you're comfortable living in that, certain that's one thing point. It becomes like a, just a mental thing. Like I don't know. It's like it a out. compartmentalization or Maybe. something. But yeah, couldn't be me. The way that yeah. I clean up, even if I know you guys are coming over, like I wiped the counters down yeah. before you guys came over today. Dude, in my we kitchen. have been, ha- we have to sweep every single oh, yeah. day now with yeah. our new dog. Mm-hmm. It's so much because yeah, it's, couldn't be me. Yeah. There's no spaghetti in my bathroom. No. Oh my Hell God. No. <laughs> oh my God. my God. Like, honestly, is there anything more itchy than like a gross <laughs> bathroom? Like a really gross bathroom? Like, are you just like itch immediately? Dude, I saw a TikTok last night of a girl that was whispering and she was in <laughs> a dude's bathroom and she's like, do I need to get the fuck out of here? <laughs> because she pans into the shower and he's got like one of those, it's just a walk-in shower and he's got like a shelf in the corner. I'm not lying. 17 half-used bottles of herbal essences no. body wash. No. Why? Why? 17. Why? 17 of just the same half- kind. Like not even different. He's not like hibiscus Seven, and then also vanilla. And bottles half- of half-full herbal so essences. It's not- <laughs> weird. Like just empties. It's not like he's just like, oh, I need a new one. 
Yeah. What? No, that's fucking fuck. weird. Yeah. Then that's why she's like, I got to get the fuck out of here. And everyone's like, yeah, girl, girl I, run. You're in look, danger. You do. You do. And that's the safe thing to do. But I got it. I would have to. Know. I need to know. I would have to know. I'd be like, look. <laughs> what's going on? What's with going me? on here? Like, do you just have some compulsion where you're like, I can't use it once it gets below the half mark. He's but I like, also can't throw it away. This is all the girls I've slept with. Everyone gets oh, a new bottle. Oh, oh God. But they're all Fresh the exact bottle. same level. Yeah. Like he stops fucking them when it gets to like middle yeah, of the bottle. Yeah. He's like, that's how he knows the relationships done <laughs> and i keep them for just like you know mementos mementos oh souvenirs. god yeah it's no, fucking weird it is Ugh. it's weird it's it's off I, like I wonder what weird behavior i have that like you know i just don't know because i haven't been like introduced to new people in a long time like i right. wonder if i've got like i don't have like half empty bottle urban essences or like Mm-mm. hole in my floor like i think about that all the time cassie that story Mm-mm. you told where that guy had just like a fucking hole in fishing his hole fishing hole honey <laughs> in his house. honey like yeah eric said he hole. knew that he loved me when he went to the bathroom after our first date because of course i put out because that's a big old slut for him um <laughs> but uh he opened the bathroom cabinet i think he was looking for like ibuprofen or something and there was like several open IBS medication yes yeah. gas x yeah. and, and stuff and he's like no this gassy bitch is yeah. the love of my life oh man she's the one <laughs> so much like pepto tums wow. so yeah you know uh that's my i guess my dirty little secret <laughs> how much gas medication i take um anyways okay here's my story um <clears throat> I was at a party at a friend's house. It was a really nice party. My friend introduced me to a guy who was a high school football coach. We talked and laughed the entire evening. He was attentive and courteous. He asked me if I'd like to go out to dinner the next night at one of his favorite restaurants. He said he particularly liked their roast beef dinner and there was also entertainment. I thought a nice roast beef dinner with entertainment sounded innocent. (laughs) I'm sorry. A nice roast beef dinner. I never called her again. A nice roast beef dinner. (laughs) I thought a nice roast beef dinner with entertainment sounded innocent enough and was a good way to get to know this guy. And besides, he was a friend of my friend. Where are you going? Like that's what I want to know. a nice roast like, beef dinner with entertainment. What, what's Keegan the entertainment? God. What is the entertainment? The roast beef dinner. <laughs> he picked me up and we drove quite a while to get to the restaurant. I wasn't paying attention to any of the signage or advertising oh, on the no. building. It's a puppet show, isn't it? Oh. He parked the Magic car. Show. He opened Oof. my door and graciously walked me inside. That's when it happened. <laughs> the host at the door recognized him and said, "We got your usual seat, sir." He then escorted us to a table right below the stage. Mm -mm. We didn't have to order, but two beautiful roast beef dinners were brought to us and we began to eat. a strip club where they serve roast beef? I swear to God, they better not. They better not. An announcer comes on the loudspeaker and (laughs) says, Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) please welcome to the stage. Coming to the stage. After some musical fanfare, out walks a woman in a nurse outfit Stop. with white stiletto heels. What? Listen, are, I, I have a real question. Are the men okay? Like, are straight men okay? No. Like, what the fuck? Why? No. In what universe would you think? Y'all have gotten a away nice with too much for too long. Roast <laughs> Some 
entertainment. Gentlemen, please welcome to the stage. Yeah. Uh, every few minutes, another Nurse piece of clothing Nancy. drops into my date's no. face. No. And he's laughing and clapping. Oh. He then begins to feed usual her money. Table. <laughs> usual table, bitch, <laughs> please. Oh. Yeah. When you're recognized at the club, mm, that's a whole, whole, that's a whole flag. Level. Oh, God. when they save a table for you. Yeah. You've, you've spent money honey, like, in oh, my yeah. club. You got to have Mike's table ready for him. Yeah. 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 Uh, every few minutes, another piece of clothing drops into my date's he's, face. He's and bringing he's a friend. Laughing and clapping. He feeds her money. Oh. I won't say how she retrieved it. Here I am just putting a piece of rare roast beef into my mouth just oh, as man. she presented her retrieval mechanism Stop two it. feet in front of me. Oh, God. Just Yoinks. booty hole right in the face. <laughs> right in the face. Trying to eat ro- clap, no, clap, clap. roast the beef. The last thing I want to see <laughs> if I'm eating roast beef. Those things should not be combined. The last thing I want to do is be on a stage where people are eating roast beef. <laughs> no. smell of roast beef. <laughs> the smell of roast beef while you are trying to be sexy. Oh. Can you fucking imagine? No. Just, <laughs> just also, guys, like, stop. We don't need to get our, like, dinner, our, a plated dinner at a strip club. Like, I, oh, God. Where else are you getting a nice roast beef dinner and then a potato, Keegan? <laughs> I know my jaw was hanging on my chest. I excused myself to go to the restroom, called for a cab, and skirted out of there as skirt, fast as I could. Skirt, skirt. <laughs> Mind you, I have nothing against strip shows or strippers. Me and if neither. we've been dating a while, yeah. I would possibly found it sort of entertaining. But you, on a first a date surprise. with a high school football coach Ugh. was just dumbfounding and insulting. He called me the next morning and asked if there was anything wrong. I hung up on him and we never spoke again <laughs> look Goodbye. listen i support that you know i support a, a real like block and move on kind of situation but in this case it's like look you need to you, know you gotta that man needs to know like you gotta tell them because Sir. the men out here are obviously getting too bold and i understand i'm conflict avoidant but at some point we got to be like hey there's spaghetti in your fucking bathroom like right? what the fuck's going on here <laughs> yeah. like, what makes you think that a strip Sir. club is uh an appropriate place yeah, for like, a first date. We are not, bro, like, you broke my fucking leg. <laughs> bro, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, there's no chance of a second. No. Day. Like, and yeah, just, we've had more than one story where a man has surprised a woman with the strip club on a first date. With and it's spaghetti like, in why the bathroom. don't you, like, because some people would be fine with that and totally into it. If Who you just were like, hey, like, I, I, like I'd love to take you to my my favorite strip club. There's someone out there yeah. who's like, I'm down. Let's go. Yeah, you know, I think that if you came out with me. it ahead of time, you're like, listen, I have this spot, and the dancers are so fun, and this is why right, I love right. it, or whatever. Then you're like, then you're not like put off guard, right? Front row, exactly. eating your fucking rare roast beef. Yeah, somebody with like, roast beef is in your face. <laughs> Seriously, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah. So, wow. I'm woo. just saying. I, I disclose think all of our dates. The audacity. Honestly. Honestly. Just for one second, try putting your feet into somebody else's shoes. Just think. But don't like not not really. But But just any amount of empathy would be great. That's what that's really what's lacking in these stories. You don't know this person well enough to be like, they're gonna be fine with this. There's a real what's happening, I see, is there's a real main character energy amongst everyone that's happening that they're just the only ones whose Mm. feelings matter whose they just have no 
semblance yeah. of anything outside of their bubble. They're, they're any like regard, nothing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just Listen, wild. It's all a simulation. <laughs> it's not that important. There you go. Just yeah, be yeah. chill, be cool, be, be cool, man. Just be cool, man. Just, just be, be cool. cool. Don't be all not cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys want to take a break, and we'll come back with tainted love. Yeah. Okay. And we're back, and I have our tainted love story today, and I have a story that's going to tell. That's going to be pretty sad. Okay. Um, and I want to like start off with a little bit of a trigger warning uh, for anybody who's dealt with abuse of any kind from domestic partner. Mm. Um, so there'll be some of that today. So I just want to give a little trigger warning for that. Um, I am going to tell you the st- story of Dr. Amy Hardwick. Um, I got a lot of my information from the show death by fame on ID 48 hours did, uh, a, an episode about her. And then there was a really insanely good episode or, um, article, but in Rolling Stone by EJ Dixon. So you guys are going to know the story immediately. Okay. I don't know if you recognize her name. Right I don't. Off that. Yeah. Um, Dr. Amy Harwick was born in Pennsylvania in a really small town. She grew up, she was adopted as a baby. Um, and she was like kind of this alternative girl. She was like super into like heavy metal and like, cool. re- like, yeah, totally, totally like those emo vibes. Right. Mm-hmm. Love it. So, uh, I'm like literally watching this. I'm like, we would have been friends. Yeah. Like we would have been friends for mm-hmm. sure. Um, she wanted to escape her small town life. I mean, so relatable, relatable, moved yeah. to LA, relatable. relatable. <laughs> um, she was a vibrant character. So we've was, met a lot of people like her. I oh think. Yeah. yeah. And I think we're very similar like yeah. in that way. We're like, all three of us are from, well, Christina's from, a, I guess you're from the city. Mostly mm-hmm. I, I grew up in a small yeah. town outside of the city kind of situation, but, but we're all from, mm-hmm. from the, Midwest. the Midwest yeah. and, you know, growing up in, in that situation just does, it feels, it can feel lonely. It did for me anyway, it felt lonely to grow up in a small town. And so I was excited to move to a mm-hmm. big city where I could you know, big city dreams, yeah, my big city <laughs> dreams. But she was like a vibrant character. She's absolutely gorgeous. She gets like commonly mistaken for Dita Von Teese. Um, oh, they run in the same I circles. This, I know this yeah. story now. Okay. Yes. Okay. She is like an absolute stunner. Like, honestly, I think that she's prettier than Dita. If I'm, if she's, I'm gorgeous. Gorgeous. she's she absolutely stunning. stunning. Yeah. Absolute stunner. And she's got those kind of like, she, she grew into her style. She's like somebody who was like started off like kind of being, you know, um, but she grew into this kind of classic feminine style mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. she looked had that very pen up vibe to mm-hmm. her, even naturally. So, because there was like times where she wasn't necessarily dressed quote unquote in character or right. like the character version. But she, I mean, like honestly a red lip on her and she was like immediately had that instant kind of classic Hollywood beauty mm-hmm, vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, when she moved to the city, she was like, I'm going to get myself, you know, like I, I'm just going to like build myself up. She relied on no one. She was making money as a go-go dancer, but she was also doing, um, you know, all kinds of stuff. She was doing some modeling. She I wonder was, if she worked at, uh, jumbos. I don't know. It didn't say she did. Um, she did fire dancing oh, and stuff. Okay. And she, she used cool. to be invited out to like the playboy mansion to oh, do shows like tricks okay, like that, yeah. things like that. Mm-hmm. So she was invited to do like, you know, that was kind of her specialty mm-hmm. was doing fire, um, fire dance stuff. Yeah. Uh, she, paid her way through fucking school. She went to Pepperdine, got her master's degree, 
um, ended up going back and getting her PhD. It just, I mean, she was driven, driven, and her friend went on one of the interviews was like, Oh, she paid for school, like cash money. Like Mm -hmm. she was, some people just have a talent at doing like getting it done. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. some people are just great at that. And she was using her beauty and her talents to get her there. And good for her. Good for like, you. Listen. Yeah. You, you use what you got. That's okay? exactly like, we right. We didn't set up this system to be but what it is. Listen, um, she also kind of had uh, started to get a bit of a reputation. She'd been connected to a slew of like Hollywood quote unquote bad boys mm. like Dave Navarro who's like I, I like when the bad boy thing I'm like he's, he's like not a, a bad boy, not a bad oh, boy he's at like, all. but he has like you know he's got he's a rocker have right. you seen that documentary about his mom no I haven't what? who was um, his mom his mom is not somebody famous but she he was also so she he ties back into the story oh, later okay. but yes his mom was killed by her boyfriend oh my god yeah. Yeah. yeah in a very somewhat i think similar way yeah so yeah. It's, it's a really tragic story oh so that's awful she was yeah. connected to him like just in like circles also, always thought dave navarro was hot oh he's totally so fucking hot. yeah very he's hot. very short but he's very hot but i'm okay with hot. that very yeah. very yeah. hot um she also was connected to crispin glover for a while she had dated marilyn manson um also I crispin, like Glover, crispin glover's not, not a, bad a bad boy, boy at all but like, he has a he has a look he's a vibe. weird boy he's got a sneaky boy link yeah sneaky yeah. link vibe yeah yes. like you know yeah. um yeah for sure yeah. but he he's not a bad boy he's just like a what's going on there yeah yeah vibe. he's yeah. he's the one that you hook up with you don't you don't yeah. really if, talk about you don't tell me, anybody yeah. if he took me home and he like had a collection of vintage knives i wouldn't be surprised yeah like well, that's the energy that's so funny because you know? she actually was that person she had like a collection of like vintage poison bottles like oh, well, I that's love awesome. that stuff yeah I love that. like very too. macabre she was like very she had like apothecary yes I love that. yes like skulls and bones and like of mm-hmm. animals and things like that so it was very much her weird vibe, it didn't work out right? with crispin glover because i feel like i feel that energy like, <laughs> i feel like that vibe would have been a definite yeah definite match um but she did she dated marilyn manson for a while Ugh. um but also she was gross that yeah guy. connected to some other bad boys uh you know no name bad boys uh amy had met a guy named gareth purse house he's a photographer and an it tech by day and a wannabe comedian by night babes oh, no. Babe, no. no 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 i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and uh do a red card on that yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's two things one in the day and one in the night that just automatically red flag that <laughs> yeah. person yeah it's either true. of those things on their own we could be like well we can talk it out like we yeah. can you know yeah. but yeah. i'm just like it's for you have to be I find a lot of comedians attractive, but like you have to be so good, so good. as a comedian for me funny. to date you. You actually like, gotta be funny. Y- you have to be really funny yeah. and like not fucking annoying or mean. Like, yeah. Or mean. Punching yeah, below. A yeah. Lot, a lot. They of, showed like some mm-hmm. small clips of him Mm-mm. and his standup. Gareth, and I was like, Gareth. <laughs> no. Purse house. <laughs> Could you imagine your last name had to be Purse House if you married him? <laughs> Gareth Purse House is quite the That's name. Whole, whole I, think you, I feel like you should be a comedian with that name, but he should not have oh, been. Oh, man. He, she, so like this is, I'm talking about like type, not even type A. I wouldn't call her that because she was driven, but she wasn't, she wasn't like somebody who was like, you know, I'm, you know, going for it and doesn't matter who gets in my way. She was a family therapist. She went into the to therapy. Mm-hmm. She was driven to help people and specifically really wanted to, you know, help women. That was like her goal in life is to help women. So it was funny that not funny. It, it's kind of sad, actually, that she ends up 
being this person for so many people and ends up kind of just picking. Isn't that the way though? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that the way? And you know, this, this guy turned out to kind of be a total piece of shit. Mm. He was very territorial. And when they broke up in 2012, it's probably very insecure. Yeah. Like you're, surely you're, you're, you're that guy and look at her. She's a fucking knockout dude. I mean, like honestly, a fucking full ass knockout. And there's also not a lot of uh, men who I think are secure enough uh, for like some of those famous exes. I think that that becomes a thing for them too, where they have to, you know, yeah, tear somebody down. I, I saw a TikTok the other day talking about narcissism. It's like narcissists always pick somebody that is a knockout, that is a mm-hmm. yeah, because they think they deserve it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they also think that it's like they they get a rush of like knocking them down. See, and that's why I'm glad that I'm not quite a 10. You know, that's really what that, but Keegan is trying so hard not to laugh. Because I'm just like, it's funny. It's just like, yeah, yeah. The universe knew what it was doing. Okay. like It it can't give me that much power. Come on. Come on. Um, (laughs) Also, I don't want to attract those narcissists, but but yeah, no, it is an interesting thing that like they do tend to go after women like this, but they're so deeply insecure that they, like you have to be, if you are going to, if you're going to be like kind of a normal person and like trying to date somebody famous, you have to be so fucking secure in yourself and Mm -hmm. in that relationship for mm-hmm. that to work. Like you have to be really okay with the fact that like you're this dating person an 11 is, and they're exposed <laughs> yeah. to this other world. They're exposed to all these other people. People yep. are going to be looking at them. People yep. are going to make comments like you have and to she, be okay with it. She is an 11, right? Like she's not even a 10. I mean, this bitch is a plus beautiful, but it's not even that she's got the brains. She's right. so smart. She's yeah. so empathetic. She's, she's just a really Whole solid human being. Yeah. And it's just like, which is what makes this the most heartbreaking story <sighs> across the board. But she, um, they broke up 2012 and he was not about it. He was like, started pursuing her to, to the point of like stalking. And he, he knew he wasn't going to oh, do yeah. better. No, like that's the clearly thing. Isn't. Yeah. Amy finally had to get a restraining order. Um, at some point, uh, she'd gotten to like with her career. So like she, she gets this restraining order and it kind of seems to like, he goes away. She done. It's all, it's all over with. But during that kind of that same time, she, she is about to get this really incredible job with the prisons in LA and she's about to get therapy work, therapy work for the the prisons. Um, unfortunately something weird happens. Um, and the prisons actually were sent anonymously these pictures of her that had been shot early in her career nudes that, you know, she, Oh my God, we got to get over this shit. Like in yep. this country, this like puritanical fucking nonsense that like, because somebody's seen you naked. Like, I know, but it's, you know, a prison. And if these pictures had gotten around, she's actually, that might impact her safety in the place and, or, you know, her, her role as somebody that they could come to for therapist, I guess. I don't know. I, I think it's all very, like you said, puritanical bullshit. Yeah. yeah. But I think we can all guess who probably blocked this big career move Can we for also her. have a conversation about like, do restraining orders ever do anything? No. Ever? Ever? Because no. like how many of these stories have we told? Like, Mm-mm. do they ever do a fucking thing? They other put than it to on paper. A, to have it on paper. Like yep. that's fucking it. Because yeah. it's just like people have walked right through restraining orders. Like, yep. uh, it doesn't matter. It's a, it's a piece of paper. Yeah. 
thinking of course that somebody had sabotaged her this is this is her big shot right she thought this is her big you know into the therapy world she's going to be really making a name for herself she's going to be doing what she loves yeah she decided to take a detour that's actually when she does get her phd in sex therapy she decides that she's like okay I guess this is who I is now, you know, I'll, right. I'll take this therapy. And it was one of her friends that was like, have you ever thought about sex therapy in a town like Los Angeles? This is something that mm-hmm. could be really beneficial. Right. It could be something that you could really, you know, take on and own. And she fucking did. Of course she did because she is just that kind of woman. Mm-hmm. And so she does, she makes a name for herself as a sex therapist and she works with a lot of, um, you know, people in who do sex work for a living. So she, she's helping people who maybe transitioning from sex work into another field or things like that. So she's an amazing human being. Once again, she writes books. And so she's getting really well known. Mm -hmm. She's building up her, her career and her industry and, you know, starts to, like I said, just really make a name for herself. And, um, it does tend to draw like a, a, kind of a sketchy crowd too sometimes to her office but you know she quickly you know turns those people away and, and focuses on her career is sex and, therapy is like so yeah. real and so important it is like so it's real and so important. important yes like and yeah again Absolutely. anything again because of the way that we are like as a nation like anything with the word sex attached to it we're absolutely like, yeah fucking get grow up get a grip it really is like the source of a lot of issues yeah. right now across the country uh in a, being a woman right now in america <laughs> couldn't be more uh infuriating yeah and frightening in general yeah um so she's starting her career. This is actually also too. She's starting to date Marilyn Manson, which is also notoriously Ugh. not a person you want to date. Guy. Um, yeah. He, Bad guy. He clearly has a type. Um, yeah. Because he also dated Dita Von Teese, Yes. Which is kind of weird, especially because they do look so similar. They, they yeah, they They're really look similar. A lot alike. Um, on her birthday though, it was kind of like that was a little bit of the last straw. He, she was like made plans. They were going to go out. He, he totally you know, blew her off. Marilyn Manson did? Yeah. Okay, of course. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. He seems like that kind of guy. Yes, he does. Yeah. Um, but it's around that same time that she met the better Cleveland option, Drew Carey. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. I love that. I did yes. not know that um, Marilyn Manson was from Cleveland. Well, he's from, he's from a town just below Cleveland. Right. So same area. Yeah. Oh, Ohio native. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look, I love Drew Carey. Listen, <laughs> listen, same, same, same. And, and he um, he does interview actually on Forty Eight Hours because yep. they speak to him. So it's it was really interesting to hear you know his side too and his take and hear from her friends. It was at any rate he met her and he was just like blown away, mm-hmm. yes, smitten immediately. Mm-hmm. Of course, again a fucking stunner. And he they hit it off though in a very meaningful way. Like he's like not only is she gorgeous, she's so smart, smart, yeah, so you empathetic. know, yes, just as empathetic exactly. Mm-hmm. He in his interview was talking to on 48 hours and he was talking about how like he has his own personal issues with, you know, his looks and his weight and things like that. And he goes, she was literally the first person I've ever been with in my life that I would take my shirt off in front of. And she still thought I was sexy and he she still thought I was an amazing person. And he was just like, you know, like she changed the way I felt I could love or be loved. And it was just, you know, so heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, their first date was to Disneyland. I'm like, you had me 
immediately of that. <laughs> I mean, come on. Um, That's really cute. Yeah. Thinking and, about like Drew Carey at Disneyland. Yes. Right. Adorable. Yeah. On a seat. <laughs> but, uh, and then one of his friends too, he didn't bring it up, but one of the friends on the other interview has said, uh, yeah, they had, that was their first date. But then the next date he invited like her to bring like 10 of her friends and they all went to Disney. And oh. I'm like, once again, you've, you had me at Disney. And I'm in. <laughs> I'm hooked. Um, but he was a very like generous guy from what, you know, the other people talked about him and they had a wonderful relationship. They very quickly actually ended up moving in together. He proposed to her in Paris. It was just a beautiful relationship and they were so happy and so in love. And, you know, while they're trying to keep their love a little bit under wraps, they're trying to keep it private. They're at the same time, Amy is being cyber bullied by someone who by is selling someone. by someone quotes, uh, who's selling stories to the inquirer. It was under this duress. Basically the inquirer is like, we're going to print these stories. If you, if you don't come out and tell your truth, basically it was under this duress that they did decide to go public with the relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, so it was um, Valentine's Day episode of The Price is Right. Yep. And he brings her out and introduces oh. her as, you know, his fiance, you mm -hmm. know, because it's Valentine's Day. And he's like, this is, you know, love of my life. Um, and, you know, this new public image, though, dating someone famous can be and, a lot. And Drew Carey. Yeah. He has like such a brand as yes. well, you know, yeah. like that, like he, he's like the family guy. Yeah. He's got like, he's a game show host. Like that's mm -hmm. a certain kind of energy. Yes. And again, people in this country can't fucking handle it. So yep. they're like, she's a sex therapist. Oh, oh she, she dated Marilyn Manson. Mm -hmm. Like, and so of course the hate starts immediately. There's an age gap too. There's 23 year age gap. So of course the comments are fucking brutal. Um, claims that she's a gold digger. Um, and it seems like really everyone is, you know, outing, you know, just a slew of hateful comments, right? I, it's just you know, awful. I'm so tired never of people. comment like on anything anymore. Because, oh, I know. And I, I really wish that more people would just like think nobody cares about your fucking opinion. Nobody cares. Sharon from Omaha. Like right? literally no one. Who the fuck are you? Right. I don't understand why people think that their opinion matters. Especially I, a negative just, one. And they yeah. have to share about everything. Well, like, these people are just concerned for, you know, Drew, he's such a great guy and she's too beautiful Drew's, for him. Drew's grown, grown. Yeah. Drew can take care of himself. Yeah. Okay. Drew, Drew's fine. Oh, there better be a prenup, you know, all that kind of shit. Ugh. Mind your business. But it was the comments there were, of course, difficult, but it was the comments that started showing up on her professional review sites, like doctor's reviews. So there's doctor reviews and the people who were like, oh, she did this or she did that or she's awful. And um, and she starts to worry, like, this could really fucking affect my career. Like, right. I built something for myself and has nothing to do with Drew Carey. It has yeah. everything to do with what I have been doing and building for myself. And Drew is an amazing support. He's com completely supportive of her and always, you know, you know, knows that she's under this kind of constant scrutiny and that that does start to affect their relationship. Yeah, it can't not. Yeah. Yeah. At some point, you know, it's just the constant badgering, the constant. Yeah. And I mean, that's why I tell people too. I'm like, if you aren't somebody who can use those comments to be a badass you need to use those comments, you know, in that way, like to, to encourage you, 
you're a person who takes those comments and wears them on your inside heart, you got to not look at them. You just can't. Yeah. No. You can't. Yeah, you have to not engage. But she Cannot. doesn't really have an, a choice but, but to engage because, because now, it's on her professional that's shit. That's exactly. Yeah. Because it's like, yeah, you can just like not get on Instagram, sure. not look at the comments, but, but it's just like once it starts affecting your job, yeah. it's like you have to pay attention to it and like what are you going to do? Yeah. Like, and she's starting to get nervous too because weird things are happening, you know, even around their house. Like she's with a famous person. So like her guard is even more up. And it's October 2018. The police are actually called to the residence that she shares with Carrie. And she's saying that there's a trespassers that were on the property. Of course, by the time they get there, they're gone. Right. But Amy is living there alone at the time. She's, she's there by herself. She's extremely scared. It's a month after that. Um, that she does end up calling, they call off the engagement. It doesn't say who, there's no blame placed. They do leave and it does, there was a very serious sense between everybody that talks about it that they both left on very amicable terms. It was right. it was a heartbreak for both of them. Mm-hmm. They, neither of them wanted it to end this way. Neither of them wanted it to end at all. This They both thought this was the person that they're going to be with forever. And then, you know, but because of the drama, the way things just were turning out, you know, she'd worked so hard to, build what she'd built yeah you know it's, it's a hard. lot of strain it's a yeah. lot it's a yeah. lot 16 months after they break up though she'd actually reached out to drew and and asked to talk to him she'd messages him she wants to have a reunion she missed him um and her friends say that she would talk about him all the time how much she loved him and really i think at this point it's not i don't know if it was her intention to get back together as much as it was her intention to just have some real closure about the way that things ended and right. and really you know, come to terms with that. So uh, there's not real, no one will know because on Valentine's day, um, like the day after she messaged Drew on the 13th on Valentine's day, she has plans to go out with her friends. They're going out for a night with the single girls, just girls. night Yes, exactly. They go to a friend's burlesque show. Um, they return home about, she, you know, go out after all the stuff they return home. It's around 1 a.m., her roommate is woken downstairs by the sounds of her screaming upstairs. Oh no. Her roommate panics and you know, he's like, shit, he can't find his phone. So he jumps out of his window. He's stuck in this like courtyard that he can't get out of. So he jumps over the fence, tries to go over to the neighbors. It's just like, by the time he actually gets to the police or call the police, it's like 14 minutes later. So he is panicking. He finally catches somebody to call 911. The police come. And at by the time that they get there, she has sustained multiple injuries, most of them to her head. She has actually been found. She wasn't in her room at this time. She was found three sto- from just below her three-story balcony from her bedroom. So her bedroom was on the third floor of this house. She's found on the ground outside. That roommate is going to have a lot of shit to process. The person who never is interviewed, by the way, like he's yeah. never come on. I mean, like, yeah. and I wouldn't, like the I would be just trauma devastated. Oh my of God. that, the way that you would always blame yourself. Yeah. They like, said that he had tried to yell to try to scare the person off. Like, Hey, you know, you know, tried to like verbally yeah. scare this person yeah. away. It'd be awful. Just awful, awful. Devastating. On her hands are defense wounds, of course. In the apartment, there's signs of a major struggle. There's broken glass. The shutters to the balcony had been broken, and they found a syringe, oddly enough, full of nicotine. Um, She hadn't been injected, but there was definitely enough in the syringe to be fatal. And so they immediately were like... This person came in with an intention. Absolutely. That's that's their first First degree. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. There's intent here, right? So the autopsy confirms that she, um, she does pass away at Cedars 
very shortly after. <sighs> awful. Um, yeah. God, awful. Autopsy confirmed that she had been strangled and died of the combination between the trauma from the fall, that and the trauma from the fall. Um, police immediately look at Drew. They're like, mm, you you called this guy day before, like <laughs> Drew Carey, we're like what's going on? Absolutely not. Yeah, they were uh, they were exes, of course. So yeah. again, you, you, you gotta you look. To. You gotta yeah. look. Um, and again, they'd recently been texting about making plans to meet up after Valentine's Day. But uh, he was very quickly cleared. He there was, you know, right. I mean, obviously they were in an okay space because yeah. she was texting him wanting to meet up. It's not like they were in like this like really right. acrimonious like bad situation. place. Yeah. Right. Um, and Amy's close friends, of course, were quickly cleared as well. Like her roommate, all these people were just like, you know, not have nothing to do with it. Um, and of course, they start finding you know evidence at the crime scene, fingerprints, blood. She's got stuff under her nails and so they start to like break down and every one of her friends is like have you looked at gareth, gareth Purse house? Uh-huh. house yeah have you checked out gareth Purse house because we're pretty sure it's him yeah and in fact one of her friends was like there was an incident that happened in january just the month before she had gone to this ex biz awards um last minute she'd gotten a last minute invite on the red carpet she sees gareth he's a photographer so he sees right. her and she sees him and is like, oh, shit. He starts. And I think she probably at first probably didn't think anything of it. Just like, oh, wow. I haven't seen this guy in fucking eight years. Yeah. Almost nine years. Exactly. Like, this is really awkward. But he loses his fucking shit. He literally goes up to her and like she has to like pull him aside and like what she calls goes into therapy mode. He's crying, falling to the ground. You lied to me, screaming at the top. I, of, no. You ruined my wow. life, bitch. Dramatic. Take some responsibility for your own fucking life. I, I get so also, fucking sick of that. How like terrifying. Do you know how long like eight, nine years yeah. is? It's a long time it's to be that emotional. Time. Like it, yeah. it's not like the breakup just happened. Yeah. You ruined my life, bitch. That means you've been thinking about me for eight, eight fucking years. years. Yeah. That's scary as fuck. That's terrifying. She tries to calm him down. There's even uh, evidence too that or, uh, somebody had said that. Not only did that happen outside, but then he even came into the fucking venue while the awards were going on and she had to take him back outside and have Wait, another she, conversation. She shouldn't be having to do shit. Where the fuck is security? Well, security, that's the thing. They were like, everybody was like, security was there and security had their eyes on it. Like okay. they were watching it, but they were like, you know, he, he wasn't doing anything no. except for being dramatically sad but and you're ridiculous. Not, but this is an award show. Oh, true. This no, they went outside. In a, but I know, but she shouldn't have even gone outside. Yeah, they true. should have taken him outside. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm like, this is an award show he's coming in and making a scene security should have taken him outside Absolutely. they should not have ever let her go outside with him and that be is the one some that fucked has up to shit. deal with it no yeah. it's not her job to de-escalate this situation like yeah. sorry uh at any rate she does and again i think it has a lot to do with her own empathy and her like need to you know be a therapist be empathetic take on you know tell you how fast i would run if somebody from like eight years ago yeah was still like at that level at that level no. i yeah you you couldn't catch me i would be no my so ex fast. still says nasty shit about me that's, that's still fucking weird. weird isn't it that's weird <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know i mean because it's been 10 years honey <laughs> sir oh my god you need therapy yeah that's a whole whole ass like that decade that's, that's wow yeah wow woo wee wow okay here we go um 
So again, she tells friends, though, that she thinks that Gareth is, you know, who's a techie, also had hacked into her phone and had been monitoring her messages. So even to like some of her friends were like, she won't never talk bad about him on text. She would talk about him text, but like not by name. She would be like, right. but like a lot of weird things had started happening. This was like mm-hmm. after God, recent trip, she was out scary. of town. So, so scary. scary. Um, Amy also, I mean, when we talk about evidence piling up, also found uh, a letter that she had emailed herself the night of that event that literally laid out everything that happened, how scared she was. It, it literally laid out the incident that she had not seen him for like almost nine years. Like this was like, you know, how, how it affected her. And she told friends too. She's like, and she wrote in that letter. She was like, if anything ever happens to me, it's him. How, uh, <laughs> oh no. Just real fucking spooky shit. Um, she starts after also to that incident, she starts sharing her location with her friend. It's on her phone. She's just the shared my location. She so not he already, to live like that. That's yeah. so sad. Yeah. Well, it's just, it's fucking frightening. Please follow up search Gareth's house during the search. They find three syringes that match the make and model and contents to the one that was found in Amy's house. They also found bloody clothing as well uh, as from the injuries he had sustained from the incident in his home. The lab proved that DNA um, from Gareth was found under her fingernails. It's a bulletproof case. And, but only four days after he's arrested, he's put, he's out on a $2 million bond. <laughs> All of her friends are in fear. Everybody's freaking I, the fuck out. Can we yeah. please Killer. talk about like how the justice system, and we've talked about it before, but it's just like, if you have money, it just straight up doesn't apply to you. Right. Like it just does not apply to you. It's just like, do what you want. Like everybody around you just has to deal because you can pay to get yourself out of yeah. fucking jail. Yeah. Like go fuck yourself. There is a clause in his bail though, that he can't be in certain places. He can't be near the airport, all this kind of stuff. But I'm sure that's, you uh, know, people like Dave Navarro really enforceable. Yeah. yeah. And I'd heard this at the time that Dave Navarro had done this, but Dave had actually reached out and called the police and were like, you need to put this fucker back in jail. He's not, he's a fucking murderer he's a murderer and he's a threat to people gareth like i said one point had actually said that navarro that amy had cheated on him with navarro that never happened they actually never had a relationship like quite like that they had been in the same circles and stuff like that but they that never happened he just said that it happened so it was like all in his head so even if she had but even if she had yeah even if she had don't get to fucking like completely ruin her life and then murder her like sorry but dave actually had called because he had concerns about one of his uh friends who was a women's violence advocate who might also be a target from him Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. between all this the bond restrictions he was actually found near lax which was enough to take him back into custody um august of 2020 there was a preliminary hearing um, but because of the pandemic there was no trial at that point so I'm going to read to you something from the article from Rolling Stones that I thought was very, that I wanted to read word for word because I found it mm-hmm. to be compelling into the story, which is that in the wake of Harwick's death, a petition had circulated calling for the expansion of legal protection for survivors of domestic violence, which has garnered nearly 100,000 signatures. It calls for signers to support the passage of laws like SB 1141 which would broaden the definition of intimate partner violence beyond physical abuse Mm -hmm. to make coercive control or a partner 
depriving another of personal liberty mm-hmm. and offensive punishable by up to one year in prison. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is like putting in real legislation that will give, you know, it's not just about having now a restraining order, a piece of paper that says, I'm going to hold you back. But if you're trying to do these things or if you've done these things to me, you can now be held in prison for a year. Yeah. yeah. There's going to be consequences to your actions, not just a piece of paper trying to protect you. Good. And so it's really, you know, in the wake of such a awful tragedy, you know, that, you know, things like this are coming about nothing to this point. There has, like I said, no trial has been, you know, happened to this point because of the pandemic, but it is promising to see that hopefully there's things that this has awoken in the national mind and that we're speaking about it, but truly, you know, justice has not yet been served for, for Amy and, you know, they're hoping that this year um, he will actually be going to trial this year, 2023. Mm-hmm. So that's, that is the hope. Um, but yeah. Um, it's so upsetting. Cause it's just like insecure, sad, pathetic people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just yeah. like, can't handle your big boy emotions and have to fucking take it out on the people around you. Like get help. Yeah. I think when I feel big feelings, I definitely turn inward. And I think like, what can I do? I'm just, I I've never understood that. Like I'm having big feelings. I need to take it out on other people. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I do the same thing. Lash, lash Mm -hmm. out and stuff. Like if I'm feeling insecure or whatever, I'm like, what should I do? Maybe I should take like an exercise class or maybe I should mm-hmm. like, what can, uh, maybe I'll start a new hobby or something like that. Like that's where and my mind goes. I just never understood that. Whole... I understand being heartbroken and like Truly. you carry around stuff whenever people hurt you badly. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, and like, I get it. Like everybody's been there. Everybody's been heartbroken. But the problem is, is that he was hurt by the relationship breaking up, but truly in the, in the, statement or in the um restraining order the stuff that he did to her physically Mm -hmm. was so awful right but i mean what i guess what i'm Mm. saying is like i understand like when relationships break up people get irrational and like i understand that like you feel hurt by another person i felt hurt you know by other people when relationships have ended as well the clinging to that hurt and carrying it with you and For like fixating yeah. fixating over and over because that's what you have to be doing Truly. like every yes. day you have to be reminding yourself of Ugh. like how badly you're hurt like that to me is like so weird like it's, it's just wasteful yeah. like yes. that's what you want to do with your life yeah. is and being your energy wasted. Like, yeah, it's, it's so strange. Yeah. It's so strange. You know, it's, it's the cause of like all of her friends too, is to make this story a message that, you know, there is help available and they're trying to use this as a platform to help create and garner supports for, you know, people who are in this situation. Um, But I also wanted to end it with, if anyone, you know, or Mm -hmm. if you're personally dealing with domestic violence situations to call the national domestic violence hotline, it's available 24 seven. And the number is 1-800-799-7233. Again, that's 1-800-799-7233 or visit the hotline.org. So these are resources that are available to you that can help you get out of situations 
mm-hmm. in which you might be being harmed. So Ugh, mm-hmm. that makes me so mad. Yeah. Stories good. like that make me so fucking mad. It's infuriating. reminder though, you know, even somebody that's like specifically trained like a yes. PhD and yep. how to deal with that kind of situation. It's still like nobody is above, yeah. you know, being put in situations, Yeah, you know, it's, and yeah. it has nothing to do with her. You know what I mean? Right. That's the thing. A lot of times people get in these situations and they think, oh, what did I do? What did I, the, you know, it has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with this awful human being yeah. who has happen, no control over themselves. It can happen to anybody because Absolutely. it's like these people don't like present themselves in such a way that you know right away that like they're going to oh, do this to you, you know? Of like not. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Horrible. What are you guys watching this week? Well, besides Queer Eye, which I would say do go watch, like even that, um, oh, like it's like a hug. It is like a hug. And that frat house episode was, <laughs> I know I talk shit about that house, but seriously, if you've seen it, you understand, but they were so sweet. Like, yeah. they, like yeah. the, the boys who lived in that house were genuinely like so, so sweet and lovely. And it was nice to see. Um, but besides that, I have started season two of Prehistoric Planet. I fucking love it. Like I also do, but I'm also like, how do they, you they know? Can't, I, I feel the same way. I'm like, you don't, you know. don't know. You don't know. You, there's no way that you can extrapolate what a I, dinosaur sounds yes. like. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? Like, how, how, how? Like, I, I feel that way as well. Like when they're showing, like, did you watch, have you seen the second season yet? Mm-hmm. The first episode of the second season when my favorite, who's like not even a dinosaur, he's like a predecessor <laughs> of yes. the crocodile. Yes. <laughs> he's so fucking cute. But he's doing that thing where he's trying to like ward off the predator, like dinosaur. Like, how did I and know he's, that? He's like whisking his tail around. He's like, back, back, back. I'm like, how do they know? <laughs> How do they know that that's the behavior that they used to yeah. like ward off predators? How? It's a very calming show though. But it's lovely. I really like it. It is beautiful. It's very beautiful. The speculation fun. is fun. Yeah. And I just, I, I'm sure like there's some paleontologist who's like, well, we actually know because blah, blah. so listen, I don't believe David Attenborough would just be feeding me bullshit. Like there's, yeah. there's gotta be a reason, but from the outside looking in, I am just very like, no, skip. How? How? Yeah. It's beautiful though. And fun. And yeah, I can't watch I it. it. I'm literally right now in a class that's like about pseudo archeology span and pseudoscience and like some of these shows like ancient aliens that oh, try to like make geez. people believe that What's that one that was just on Netflix. Oh, that was like apocalypse all, or whatever. All ancient the apocalypse. Yeah. That God. shit had me rolling my eyes so hard. I watched the I first episode it. and I was like, no, okay. I didn't even watch it. <laughs> you watched told me the and first I was like, like five minutes and they like within that five minutes, he's like, all of the major archaeologists and scientists right? don't yes. agree. And then I was like, then neither do I. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then he's like, I had to do these alternative methods to get the word out. He's like on Joe Rogan. I'm like, oh, okay. Nope. Nope. <laughs> so you had to twist the facts to make them sound like it matched your idea. Okay, cool, okay. cool, cool. Cool, 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 yeah. cool, cool. I'm actually watching, um, I, I started watching Body of Proof, which is an old show that was on ABC like years ago. And I only started watching it because one of our friends said she was in it. Oh, yeah. yeah and yeah, I was, was like, dead so body. looking for her and yeah. like all these episodes. <laughs> yeah. I got like halfway, I finished season one that and got halfway so through season two. And I was like, I can't, I can't the show do. is so fucking bad. You're like, I will watch every episode of this show until I find you. <laughs> I know. And I was like, so it's funny. just so dramatic. And it's just like, I mean, I get that it should be, but it's like the personal part of it, like her like the you know how sometimes they in, input like their personal uh-huh, drama lives. and you're like i don't i don't need that you're not like, you're not just, law and order not what S- I came. S- svu like i you're but not the, olivia benson i don't care i don't care about your personal and life. honestly yeah. they don't do that a lot on that show which was why it 
when I did watch that show, it was like, oh, I did like it because it wasn't, you had little pit bits, but yeah. it wasn't like, it was enough. Like I oh, knew story, enough story about line. their lives that yeah. I was just like, I felt in like engaged in yeah. what was going on with their lives, but they weren't at home all the time. But Christina, oh, and Cassie, cause we did talk about this. I did watch the first episode of the wire. Oh, I did too. Oh. I did too last night. I it's so good. I haven't <laughs> seen it yet. I fell asleep. <laughs> so good. It's so good. I you fell know asleep. why? Because Eric made me watch Evil Dead Rise. Oh, oh was it terrifying? It I, looks terrifying, actually. It was really fucking scary. Yeah. I thought, oh, it'll be fun, like Evil Army Dead. of Darkness. Evil Dead is campy. That's the thing. Is I'm just like, why is this? Because I watched the trailer for it. I will probably watch it. But the reason why I haven't watched it is because I'm like, it's I fucking watch, horrifying. I watch Evil Dead for camp. Yes. Like, it's camp it's horror. Not, it's, it doesn't look does like it. It look campy. It's fucked up. Mm. That's all I'll say about that. Like, it is it is not camp campy funny? I will not be watching. Why is it in so the scary. Evil Dead universe? Just make your own. I watch it I and then we can yeah. we can talk about it. Okay. But yeah, okay. Yeah. No. But between that and then uh, my Vanderpump rules uh, <laughs> <laughs> obsession, I've had a lot of of freaky shit in my head this week. So I'm going to cap off today by. Having a nice glass of wine and mm. binging some Sanditon. There you go. Nice. Yeah. Sounds delightful. Very nice. Yeah. Can well, I come over? Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> well, if you guys have something that we should watch, uh, if you have a terrible, terrible date story, if you want to just reach out and say hello, go to our one-stop shop of a website. It's myworstdatepodcast.com. And we love you so much. Cheers. This is a Glass Box Media Podcast.